I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, October 5th. A woman suffered non-life-threatening injuries when a vehicle she was driving rolled over in Quincy last night. Police say it happened on Bergen Parkway at about 11.30. The woman was taken by ambulance to a hospital for treatment. No other vehicles were involved in that crash. Further details are still unavailable. A pair of Quincy police officers with more than 40 years of combined service to the department were promoted at a ceremony at City Hall yesterday before their family, friends, and fellow officers. The two newly promoted officers, Lieutenant Sean Biggins and Sergeant James Goldrick, were sworn in in the Great Hall by City Clerk Nicole Crispo. Biggins was hired in May of 1997 and had been promoted to sergeants in April of 2013. Prior to his promotion to sergeants, Biggins served as a detective in the department's Bureau of Criminal Investigations. Goldrick was hired in September 2005. He's a member of the department's SWAT team and the Accident Reconstruction Unit. Mayor Thomas Koch and Police Chief Paul Keenan congratulated both officers. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch says he wants to check to see if implementing a residency requirement in the city is constitutional. Koch's comments come after the city council agreed to study a proposal from Ward 2 Councilor Anthony Andronico and Ward 3 Councilor Ian Kane to require all new employees of the city be residents of the city. Quincy DPW Commissioner Al Grazioso says that they are two years into a seven-year, $100 million roadway improvement project across the city. During an update to the city council this week, Grazioso said the plan is on schedule and under budget. He says they're working off a priority list for those street repavings. Hingham residents are on alert after multiple encounters with coyotes have been reported. Residents said that a coyote was seen following and then later chasing. A fifth grader was walking her dog before school yesterday morning. The girl and her dog were not hurt during the encounter. Animal control officers responded, urging neighbors to take precautions, but because the coyotes do not appear to be sick and have not attacked a person, the officers said their options are limited. Hingham Animal Control said neighbors could hire a licensed professional to trap the coyotes, but he said that might be difficult in a suburban neighborhood. The Venezuelan migrants who were tricked into flying to Martha's Vineyard last month are expected to leave Joint Base Cape Cod by the end of this week. The nearly 50 migrants have been staying at the state-run shelter since late last month when MEMA began leading the state's efforts to help the migrants The Executive Office of Public Safety and Security, under which MEMA falls, said in a news release yesterday that the temporary shelter created for the migrants at the Cape is set to close by the weekend. The release said that 14 people, including families, have already left the base for opportunities in and outside of Massachusetts. The other 35 individuals and families still staying at the base are working with case managers to develop more sustainable housing plans. Those 35 people are expected to leave the base over the course of this week as more housing opportunities are finalized. Boston police will increase their presence 
at the Jeremiah Burke High School in Dorchester after a teenage student was shot by a fellow classmate outside the school building yesterday morning. Happened about 9.30 on the front steps of the school on Washington Street. A witness said he heard people arguing and three gunshots ring out. The male student who was shot was taken to a hospital and is in stable condition. Boston Police Superintendent Philippe Colon said the suspect, who was a 17-year-old student at the school, was taken into custody a short time after the shooting. He'll be arraigned in the juvenile division of Boston Municipal Court on charges of assault with intent to murder, unlawful possession of a firearm, and other violations. A firearm believed to be connected to the shooting was found on the ground in a parking lot about a block from the school. An employee has been arrested and charged in connection with a reported explosion last month at Northeastern University. The FBI said 45-year-old Jason Duhame from San Antonio, Texas, the former new technology manager and director of the Immersive Media Lab at Northeastern, is charged with the reported explosion on September 13th. Boston police responded to Holmes Hall at 7.20 that evening, an employee, later identified as Duhame, reported that a Pelican-style case exploded when he opened it. The incident prompted evacuations and fear across the campus. Shortly after the incident, investigators began to question the truthfulness of Duhame's claims because no explosive material was found at the scene, and the man's injuries were not consistent with those suffered during an explosion. A school-owned laptop in Duhame's office contained a file of the bomb threat letter written hours before the incident. Duhame faces charges of conveying false information and hoaxes, making false and fictitious statements, and other charges that carry a fine of up to $250,000 and a sentence of up to five years in prison. Duhame was arrested in San Antonio yesterday and will be in a Texas court before being returned to Massachusetts. Well, Crews will remove the Lantern Room from one of the oldest lighthouses in the United States, which is located in Situate. Town officials announced yesterday that a contractor will begin preparing the Situate Lighthouse Lantern Room for removal today ahead of the actual removal tomorrow morning. Consultants hired by the Situate Historical Society previously raised concerns about the conditions and the safety of the Lantern Room, and those findings were confirmed after the Spencer Preservation Group evaluated the structure earlier in September. A group of historic preservation specialists, Spencer recommended that The Situate Lighthouse Lantern Room be removed as soon as possible after discovering that the iron columns that connect the Lantern Room to the tower are severely corroded. The group also found that the lamp room slab floor is fundamentally separate from the catwalk slab. The Situate Lighthouse was completed in September of 1811, making it the 11th oldest lighthouse in the country. According to the Situate Historical Society, the last significant work done on the Lantern Room and the lighthouse structure was done in the 1930s. Situate officials said a small boom lift will be used today to prep the lantern for removal before a 50-ton crane arrives tomorrow morning. 
The lantern is expected to be off the lighthouse tower no later than 11 a.m. The remainder of the day will be spent performing demolition. The lighthouse's lantern room will be completely rebuilt through a $2 million project funded by the Community Preservation Fund. The work includes putting in a new frame, new window frames, new copper cladding, and glazing. Design and bidding for the repair replacement of the lantern room and the renovation of the lighthouse's tower section is ongoing. Situate officials said the project is expected to be completed by the late spring or early summer of next year. Check of business news and stocks were higher yesterday. The Dow was up 825 points. The Nasdaq rose 360 and the S&P added 112. Asian shares also tracked higher. The dollar rose, the euro was down, oil at $86 a barrel. Sports Red Sox blank the Rays 6-0. They're back at it at Fenway at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Today, showers, breezy, and a high 57. Slowly clearing tonight, low 52. Tomorrow, partly cloudy and a high 73. Friday, partly cloudy, high 71. Mostly Sunday, Saturday, but a high Saturday, 59. The boater waves 2 to 3 feet. The winds north 10 to 15, gusting to 25 knots. High tide right before 8 a.m. Sunrise 645, set 618. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, October 5th.